Is, is just Derek's mom listening? Okay, she does pop in from time to time. Yeah. So she'll, so, she'll be here. But growing up around, well, having Derek and me in her life for over 20 years, I'm sure there's nothing you could say that she hasn't heard already. Pretty difficult lady to offend. Let me, yeah. I'll tell you that much. And I it's only because me and Derek used to offend her so much. Well, I don't know. More Derek, because I guess he was around more than me. What are you talking about? I was well, a perfect little angel. Her. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> like, I was acting like this around my mom. Are we ready to tell her I'm the only reason you ended up the way you are because I'm a bad influence? Tail, she knows. <laughs> don't, don't worry. She's aware. Derek was it's always a, the friend. Yeah. It's always the friend. Derek had this, was a sweet little boy with the center part until I showed up. And until, I was like, do you know what alcohol and girls are? Boy from the wrong side of the tracks in Enderby <laughs> showed up. Yeah, you, there's not even a wrong side of the tracks. Just being from Enderby <laughs> makes me the bad person. I, I kind of like look at both of you, though, and I don't believe anything that you're saying. Why? Like, you you we seemed were. like you were like the nerds in high school. I mean, we were. So we had to try extra hard to not be nerds. And that meant... Uh, Overcompensate. Being, being, yeah, one hundred percent overcompensating. <laughs> but we were like, for nerds, we were pretty cool. I think. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought we were kind of badass, but I mean, which nerd doesn't think they're badass? <laughs> I've seen the pictures. <laughs> you what? What was our? Uh, I mean, you I'll drive go an with Olds, Oldsmobile. Buick? Yeah, I'll go <laughs> yeah. with nerds, and then just blame the fact that we didn't get invited to cool parties and stuff was based on our nerd level instead of our personalities and being obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, that's a way, that's a nice cop out. Thanks for that. Hey, do we want to uh, start podcasting? Yeah, we already started. Oh, Oh, hi, internet. internet. (laughs) Yeah, I totally forgot to say that. (laughs) Is that what you guys say? Hi, internet. That's our intro. Usually that's the start. And we stole that from Poppy. Probably episode 60-ish. We didn't steal Remember it from Poppy? Anyone. We didn't steal it from anyone. Well, she we said, hi, it. Facebook. She had like we a did. video that was just, hi, Facebook. And she was we all did. creepy. We invented it. I so mean, pe- yeah. do people have to click? I Like, I don't have Facebook. And I know that's so like hip of me. But do you have it's to super- click and watch it? Or like? Yeah. It'll, it'll like show Instagram up. Like Instagram live? No, it won't like, just show up on watch everyone. This? But it does announce to everyone. Uh, I know Dale was like. Well, first of all, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 174 mm-hmm. of Irish Factory, the podcast where we look at the ma- things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. And our guest joined- co-host is me, little Kate. Kate, yeah. Donnelly. Kate Donnelly from Philadelphia, America, uh, joining us today <laughs> to discuss a whole, whole bunch of shit. Uh, Kate, thanks for joining us. Do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us what Sober Kate's is, because I keep referring to you as the other half of the Sober Kate's. Uh, I God, I don't know what it is. It's just me and my best friend. We're <laughs> both named Kate. We're both sober, and we like have an Instagram. We have a podcast called The After Party, um, where we try to be helpful to people, I guess. Mm-hmm. You succeed most of the time, I'd say. I and guess, the other Kate yeah. is Derek's wife. So that's the tie-in. Yes, uh, that yes. is the tie-in. That's the only reason you're talking to us nerds, as you would have put it. Right. Like, and- oh, from where I'm sitting, you guys look like total nerds. <laughs> what was what was your social standing in, in high school now? I'm curious. 
Oh, gosh. Well, I dabbled in a little bit of a lot, you know. <laughs> I was really smart, so I got along with the really smart people. Yeah. I played a lot of sports, so I got along with them. I drank a lot, so I got along with those type of people, you know. So, yeah, you were I, a, a renaissance a woman. I was a floater, yeah. I mean, I sat with, like, two people at lunch, so I guess I was a floater. I was less than a nerd. I didn't even have a full <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm this enigma to myself. Even I'm like this four, ten and a half short redhead. I used to have really big boobs. I got two breast reductions. If you guys want to know. Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, and yeah, she still, right. she still had to put a bra on to record today. Yeah. They were like freakishly large. So imagine that like walking around your high school. Yeah. I get why like, you were popular. Popular. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty popular. <laughs> Not in that way. Teenage boys are like rubes. <laughs> I got along with everybody because we had the same interests and they were my giant breasts. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, really play them up, too. I think everybody in my high school probably saw them. I mean, yeah. Mm, why not? Why not? I mean, everybody saw mine and Derek's body and it wasn't even that impressive. It was even just remotely. We got naked at parties. We like getting naked all the time. Oh, the nice. difference our, probably is nobody wanted to see us. Naked. Yes. Yeah. No. Well, and then we learned about consents and, uh, you know, yeah. we've been, been trying to make up for that ever. Wasn't ever really since. around back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. You know, the <laughs> 90s were a different time. <laughs> um, but let's I have something to just get out there first. Okay. So. Dale and I are like the equals. We're like the best friends of mm -hmm. this long distance of, relationship. Yes. Dale, well, how, Dale, how come last year when I friended you on Instagram, you didn't yes. friend me back? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's I'm, have it out. I've been outraged since last year. Um, and then you is, friended me today. This is going to be the worst thing you can possibly hear. Uh, it had nothing to do with you or anything is just, I <laughs> probably didn't know who you were. And how do you, what? Dale. Well, I wasn't like, Dale. cause it doesn't come up. Kate's friend, Kate tried to friend you. It just comes up as your name. <laughs> and like I was like, random. I have no idea who this is, but, um, there was a time when I was like, I think that was around the time. Cause wait, do you not just accept random women's follow? No, the reason I Facebook? followed you today was I was looking on. Mm -hmm. on Instagram. I was like, oh, I don't follow her. And then I followed you. And then there was like 30 people I thought I was following that I didn't follow. So mm -hmm. what probably happened was somebody posted a picture that annoyed me. And I was like, I'm not following anybody on Instagram anymore. And I did a purge. And then today mm -hmm. I was like, why mm -hmm. did I purge everybody? So in about two weeks, if I unfollow you, it's nothing personal. I just purged again. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm I'm just not gonna like your photography pictures. That's fine. Nobody else does. I mean, you've seen one <laughs> fucking leaf. You've seen them all. And yeah. That's, have uh... you have you been to the woods <laughs> or a flower garden? Have you seen garden? a leaf before? Because that's well, all I take pictures of. Dale, I've seen your wedding video, so now that's all I can think of on repeat. 
The one, oh, the one where he was standing in the uh, the he kept falling in the stream. Yeah, that's love very... is like a stream. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I'm glad you watched really that. Good. Yes, I, I think, did. I think it's on YouTube. Maybe we can link to it in the show notes so that uh, other people oh, can appreciate the effort There's... Dale put into repeatedly throwing himself into a mountain stream. Uh, that, for my yeah, that was video. all by accident. Yeah, did it look real? <laughs> no, my gag. Oh. Uh, all so right. are you are you is the bad blood like are you two gonna be able to get along now that we've cleared up this this Instagram thing or I'm I sorry I didn't so. follow you. That's okay. <laughs> but you know, we'd never interacted. So I was like, I don't know about these Canadian boys, Katie, because they're real dick. <laughs> we, I mean, you're uh, not wrong. But and it, I've been uh, outraged yeah. by both of you before. So <laughs> <laughs> of all social media, Instagram is the one I interact with the least. Like all I do is post pictures. I don't scroll through it really at all. I'm just like, it's kind of like the a only one because today when we were you were like, oh, what's uh, what's little Kate's social media? And I was like, she doesn't have I, any. Yeah. And yeah, she's probably better off for it. Mm-hmm. I would it's say. like text. text the guest from two weeks ago. He doesn't have Twitter. And he only has Instagram. He's like, oh, you can post my Instagram. I was like, people yeah. just have Instagram. That's weird. Because it's like, I don't know. For me, it's always just like the here's the pictures. And then it's not like a talking one where you talk back and forth that much. And then Twitter, so, you're like, here's all my shitty opinions. <laughs> and then yeah. Facebook, it's like, here's that stuff I want my family to know, which is Twitter's. Here's a dumb a joke I thought of while I was working. Then I post it. And then and it's never yeah. funny. No. No. Have you read my Twitter? Yeah. I have been on all of your Canadian Twitters. Have you gone to like, have you ever had the best joke and then you go and you just like search it on Twitter and then you find out that like 15 people have been making the same joke for like the past 10 years and you realize that there is no originality left in the world and that you're not actually as funny as you thought. You You know what would be a good... thing for that Derek is Twitter blue because if you you tweet something and you realize somebody else already has it you can go undo it if you do it within half an hour I think okay so Twitter uh what launched this new it's a subscription service I want to say fucking out of nowhere they're like oh this launched today oh now you can pay money for this thing that people have been clamoring for for the (laughs) past fucking decade yeah Uh, I think it's in just in Canada, right? And Australia. Oh, is it just in Canada? Which is like two countries America doesn't Australia. really care about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, you don't have to care about it. Like, yeah, um, it's $3.99, I think, and it doesn't really have much. I think it has like more succinct like um Twitter feeds and stuff where you can like pick your so basically it's like I guess you're paying for Hootsuite, maybe. And Hootsuite, Hootsuite was just like a, a Twitter Canadian. app yeah. that allowed you to have multiple streams based on like people or subjects or whatever. And the only thing different really is it has the undo button, like I said before. And it's funny, like it's, it's not really outraging people. It just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And it's like, how is Twitter like at one point the world's leading social media program? just popping this up without like people knowing what the fuck it is. Like, had you heard about it, Derek, before it came out? No, but also it's fucking like, I can see why they didn't have much fanfare. Cause it's fucking stupid. Like no one's going to pay for this. If you pay for this, you're an idiot. 
um, like do a legitimate you, idiot. Do you wish you had it though before being dad happened? No, because even then it's like, because I could have fucking, the whole thing is that it doesn't give you the chance to like delete a tweet. You can like undo a tweet. And it, like, like the, the response, time period. Which is good when if you're drunk or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it's for 30 seconds though. So if you're like, if you tweet drunk, tweet something and then 30 seconds later, you're sober enough to be like, well, that was a bad idea. You're probably not that drunk. Um, yeah. And I don't know that I would have like, even looking back on the whole fucking stupid bean dad experience, I don't know that I would have like said anything differently than what I said. Yeah, My hope would just be that. You doubled uh, and tripled down. So I yeah, don't it think was like, you would if I just like if I had walked back from the the like aggressively yelling at people about how my opinion was the right one. I think that might be where I took a, a, a bad turn. I mean, you could have probably saved one or two acquaintance relationships. But besides that, was it really has your life changed that much from the whole bean dad experience? No, I mean, it's like uh, it's like Do we have to explain. No, I think we've talked about it. Marilyn Monroe always said that if you can't handle me and my bean dad, you <laughs> don't deserve me at give me another dad that uh, people aspire to be like. Because, yeah. yeah, like I was just like, it weeded out. It showed me how um, stupid Twitter is. How fucking stupid Twitter is and how like pointless the like the Twitter friendships. So I've been reading a lot about how, um, fuck, I can't remember the word for it, but there's like, there's this phenomenon where people look at a relationship that they've cultivated with someone online and they have this tendency to assume it's a much stronger friendship than it actually is. And people do this with like, they don't just do this with other people. They do it with celebrities. Like they feel an emotional Mm -hmm. connection to celebrities that they follow on Twitter uh, or Instagram or whatever. And it's like this, this brand new social phenomenon because all these people believe they have these relationships with people that don't actually exist. They're just like words on a fucking screen and nobody uh, really gives a shit about you and you will probably die alone. So that was a valuable it, lesson that I learned. Uh, yeah, it's like me experience. and Joe Rogan. Like I've listened to so much of his podcast <laughs> on, that dude. I know what type of person he is. And I'm like, I know everything about Joe. I mean, if we met, we would obviously be best friends, but though, I get what you mean. Like I, I kind of feel like that might, like if someone listened to all 174 of these podcasts, they'd have a pretty good idea what type of people we are and probably to stay away from us, <laughs> but uh, they would know. So like, it's, it's one of those weird things. Like you think about it because it's like we put we don't care. We just put our whole personality out there for everyone to see. So it's like someone could get to know us. And then if we just met out in the wild, they would know everything about us. And we would know nothing about them. And it would be like it would kind of be super awkward. But there okay, was I guess. there was also yeah. that uh, what, there was like a New York Times article that was published last week. And it's all about like whatever, like rebuilding your lives post COVID or something, or like how COVID gave people the opportunity to identify like which friendships were actually important to them. But an interesting stat in that article was that uh, less than half of the people that you, Dale DeRuiter specifically, Mm -hmm. it called you Mm -hmm. out by name in this article. It was fucking weird. Um, Less than half of the people that you believe are your friends also consider you a friend so there's like oh like mutual friendships so like half of the people you consider are your friends do not consider you a friend back so it's like dating in college it's like 
all these girls that I have crushes on and I'm like, it's mutual. We have crushes on each other. And then you go talk to them and you're like, no, I was just drunk that night. And even though what we had was special and magical, Dale, they didn't say that. We're not going to date. And I would prefer if you don't talk to me anymore. And I'd be like, oh, this is just like that New York Times article that said that we're That's not friends. I called me out. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something that everybody that's good. It's like a harsh reality, but everybody should know that just because someone's your acquaintance, they're not your friend. And it's like everybody at work. It's like, yeah, I'm acquaintances with them and we're friendly, but would I help them move or would I want, like if I could get out of it and just don't accept because it's awkward to say no, but it's like, yeah. I mean, little Kate, you and Kate are both kind of like masters of like, having very like carefully maintained social your no is that not true like keeping your social circles no you know. your, your wife is very good at that oh are you not are you not i just kind of lumped you in with her no i thing. just don't interact with people online really oh good i just good. well i used to when i was younger i used to go in the aol chat rooms all the time and I had, AOL. Yeah. And I had all the same like friends and I'd log on and, you know, they would think I'm like an 18 year old blonde girl from Florida. But I was like, you were, you were catfishing everyone. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. catfishing <laughs> before it was a show. But I don't know. I'm just not good at online things like that. I don't think that like the online forum, you can cultivate deep relationships. Is that I, yeah. which is why I think that you're so weird, Derek. I don't know about you, Dale. But I know that a lot of Derek's <laughs> friends are from Twitter. A lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a pretty substantial amount of like my um, adult friends that I've like made in Vancouver since moving here did come through uh, meeting them on Twitter and then sort of like meeting other people through them in real life. But, you know, looking back at like, I was like, oh, everyone on Twitter is my fucking friend. I'm so popular. And I would like, Go downtown yeah. Vancouver, run into people I knew from Twitter and be like, so yo, weird. what up, Twitter people? And now I'm just like, fuck all those. Like, if I ran into them on the street, I don't even know if I would acknowledge them because I'm just like, Twitter people are, I think, and I'm probably going to insult at least some of our listeners, uh, but if for you to spend that much time on Twitter, myself included, there has mm -hmm. to be something like, fundamentally wrong with your life outside of twitter like, a little a bit of way. like narcissism yeah oh 100 percent. like that was definitely what motivated yeah. me to go there um but i i don't think there was this guy he's like uh i don't know dale how old is that are Say you, you looking at are you looking at me i'm not yeah, gonna I'm looking at you. But he's um, like he's 25 or 26 he's this uh, basically like a kid on Twitter. I don't you've even know if he's said too, You've already said too much. <laughs> like he was talking yesterday and he was like, he was like, how do people uh, stay so positive all the time? And I was, my advice to him was like, basically like, dude, get the fuck off Twitter. Go like, outside. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there's, all you're doing is you're like logging onto a platform where you see the worst of humanity like thrust directly in your face and waved around every day for like fucking like 18 hours a day. Like mm -hmm. who wouldn't be depressed after spending that amount of time on social media? Um, One thing like, 
that's one thing that's telling about that statement that he didn't even know was he's like, how does everybody stay positive around each other? And it's like to have a good friend, you don't feel like you have to be positive around them. Like if you feel like you can't be pot like negative around someone, then they're already not your friend. And they're just like a good times acquaintance or you like talk if you're in a good mood. Um, but to answer your previous question is I don't make too many friends off Twitter. What I do is I'm kind of an introvert and Derek's like my forge ahead extrovert. So Derek is always making all these friends. So I just kind of like look at the pile and pick and choose which ones I like. <laughs> like <laughs> so it's like I'm the big fucking like top of the, the funnel and everyone gets dumped into me. And yeah. then Dale can just be like, oh, I like. Yeah. these couple people it's like trickle down friend <laughs> economics it's like i'm friends with some of the friends that derek made off twitter but it's like i don't want to say it's weird to be friends with people on twitter it's weird to be friends with everyone on twitter but it's like just like anywhere else you could just meet a genuinely cool person that you just happen to meet off twitter so like there's a friends group that derek was friends with and then like, I, I don't know if I'm like more than acquaintances with whatever, but I, they're like genuinely cool people. And I'm sorry, even, do you say yeah. genuine? Like genuine. Like, like the rapper? Like Pony. Yeah. What did <laughs> okay. I say? What is genuine? What did I, I say? say? Gen genuine. Genuine. But that's, that's uh... not how you say it. It's genuine. <laughs> no, that's, that's how the, the word is. Genuine. That's the rapper. The rapper. No. He the, spells it with a W. That's genuine. No, genuine. <laughs> Have I been saying genuine wrong my entire Please. life? It's genuine. Gen but anyway. I mean, you know, you're probably just saying it the British uh, way. I don't. I've only ever heard of genuine. Kate, Kate dunks on me like a half dozen times a day just being like, how the fuck did you pronounce that? And I'm like, is that not how you say it? It's yeah. just like we have a language barrier between, yeah. uh, between East Coast America and West Coast Canada. Yeah, because we pronounce the U's in words, and they're <laughs> like, it sounds weird to say color, like say color, like poor. So we're just getting rid of that U, and we're spelling right. gray different, and we call it Z instead of Z. What? Did you like know you that? guys the say Z? Or we say Z for the last, the last letter, letter of the, of alphabet, the alphabet, alphabet, and you guys call it Z. It's called Z <laughs> in Canada. Yeah, that's not that even is a joke. So weird. I know. Yeah. Because it's weird to not call them zebras. <laughs> no, we don't actually call them zebras. We call them zebras. <laughs> the look on your face. Nice like, dad joke, <laughs> like, I'm fucking over my head. Um, I totally got sidetracked. Oh, we were talking about friends, right? <laughs> we were. And, and the lack of them. Of yeah. I mean, if anything has that this whole pandemic has taught me about friends and social groups is just how many of them were su super superfluous. I'm all, I'm all scared yeah. to say words. You did. What you is, got that one mostly right. Superfluous. Superfluous. Well, super, superfluous. I, I'll admit, like, I don't even know what that word means. So oh, it just means like extra unneeded. So it's like official. Yeah. No, superficial better... means it's like based on like money and stuff Dude, instead of superficial like means not like, like surface level. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying like when I say su superfluous, <laughs> I mean um, unnecessary, unnecessarily needed. Like if I say I have super superfluous money, it means I have more money than I need. So what I what I learned from the pandemic was how many of my friends I kind of 
like not me personally, but just your social group was bigger than it ever needed to be because you're mostly just scared of being alone or missing out on some fun action that everybody was having that you didn't want, like you're YOLO. But now that everybody wasn't doing anything, you're like, oh, I don't really need half these people in my life to just be content at what I'm doing. And I feel like a lot of one, actually, I'm going to just retract everything I just said. The most important thing I learned from the pandemic (laughs) is when people kind of make what they do as a personality trait, and that's not really needed anymore because now it's like, we were all locked in our houses for so long. It's just like your personality is your personality traits now. I don't know if that was really deep or not deep at all. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still that's, hung up on genuine? Genuine <laughs> pony. Super califragilistic. Wah. I don't know. Whatever uh, that word was. I'm not trying Wah. to be like, this is so deep. It'll Wah. blow your mind. It's Wah. just like a Wah. nice thing to learn. So you Wah. don't have to like Wah. get hung up in details that don't matter. Wah. That song was mine and my boyfriend Wah. in seventh grade Wah. song. Was it? Yeah, I did. Very risque song for seventh (laughs) graders. God damn! Did genuine do jump on it? Yeah, the the pony. No, we used to call that Joe Pony. (laughs) I don't think I knew what the lyrics were, so. Oh, Uh, probably. Did you think the song was little grade seven K? Like, oh, this song is about an actual. It's about horses. (laughs) (laughs) I I jump on it. Let's go. (laughs) We're riding off into the sunset. Yeah, it's not what it's about. <laughs> um, question for so both of you: Will you be remaking your uh, after the you know year and whatever in isolation? Will either of you be uh, rebuilding your lives in a way that is like materially different from how it was before? Or is it going to be like well, back to the fucking status quo? No, so I can't relate. I didn't. I wasn't in quarantine at all. I work at a hospital, so I worked longer hours and I was in work every day. So nothing changed for me. So I can't relate to all you quarantine heads. It fucking <laughs> sucked. Like you were very Dale, same thing. Like Dale got to go into work for uh what all except like no, two weeks? Or never. you were just going I the never whole time. Stopped you were going the to work. employee. Yeah, yeah so, but uh, like as introverts, I would have loved to be forced to stay in my house for a month. Exactly. Like <laughs> My big complaint was, even though I got to work and I didn't lose out on any money, yeah. people are like, oh, my God, I have to stay home again and watch full episode or full seasons of shows on Netflix every day. And I'm like, I'll do that. You can it's like, my wait, job. You, get, you get to do that and not feel like a piece of shit because you're doing <laughs> yeah. that in your free time. Like, Yeah, exactly. It was like the biggest like if I stay at home on Saturday and don't go outside, mm-hmm. I feel so guilty. But yeah. if I was like, I can't go outside because uh, the whole world will die. <laughs> so I'm going to stay inside and play video games and watch TV all day. It would have been great. Oh, and get paid by the government to do it. Oh, like getting because up here we had Serb, which was. Uh-huh whatever it's whatever yeah, basically, that it was for. like they gave you an ongoing because in the united states they gave you like a couple a like month? two thousand dollar yeah you guys got two thousand dollars a month well if to be fair it's canadian dollars yeah oh, which is yeah. like 10 10 american not dollars. as strong yeah. as the u.s dollar yeah but, but uh, could, yeah no if you lost your job due to like covid related reasons mm. then 
they had uh, these benefits that, that you could get, or even if you, not even if you lost a job, but if you took like a reduction in hours, uh, like let's say you worked in the service wow. industry. Dude, you could even say you didn't feel safe. Like if I was to be like, I don't feel safe going into work, I could have stayed home and made money. Wow. But it was it wasn't enough money to like, because I live in Vancouver. So $2,000 a month, like pays your rent and then maybe one groceries trip. So there's, there was no point for that. Damn, you guys are lucky up there. Yeah, we are. Except for now, you guys are all fucking partying because COVID doesn't exist yeah, anymore we're not in the that states. Lucky. Also, we pay for all this shit through our taxes, which mm-hmm. like, uh, like let's compare like... taxes here. Okay, I, how much? How much of your paycheck gets taken off with taxes before Pennsylvania you even is get it? One of the highest. About in, uh, fifty. Yeah, fifty. Pennsylvania is one of the highest in the U.S. Oh, I think what? in terms of. Uh, and I work in Philadelphia, tax. so we get double taxed. That is yeah, so like fucking city, dumb. You pay a city tax on it, and you guys on, don't have health care. No, I oh pay my for my health care. Well, I guess we used to. Now it's but free because. It, it comes out of my paycheck, and if I went in and was like, my nose hurts, they'd be like, come on back, we'll give you surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's <laughs> even if you don't want it, it's like, right. <laughs> we're giving you surgery. <laughs> like, I thought okay. the benefit of being in the States and not having socialized pr- structural like Medicare and stuff was because you didn't pay much taxes. But no. 50%? Yeah, no, the, the thing about Americans pay a lot of tax. It just goes to like dropping bombs in the Middle East instead wow, of, I uh, mean, instead healthcare. of healthcare. Somebody's got to pay for these bombs. Somebody's <laughs> got to drop them. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to drop themselves. Yeah. And apparently, I don't want to get too political, but now that China's working its way into Afghanistan, it really is. If the states doesn't bomb the drop the bombs, someone else will. So you might as well get red, white, and blue ones instead of red. I didn't know about that. Well, they're trying to China's trying to do that thing that they did in Africa where they build roads and they're like, we'll just build all these roads for you to make your life easier. And then it's just like a debt trap. And then they're like, oh, now you owe us a whole bunch. Well, like that's a much smarter way to like, to, because you drop bombs on people. Some of those people are going to get angry at you and then they're going to sit and like stew in it for 20 years. And then one day they're going to fly planes of the world trade center. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just build Uh, roads, I think that was a conspiracy and get that. Whoa. Another thing we have in common conspiracy (laughs) theories. Of course. I mean, you want to, Tell me about this, and then I'll tell you about the funniest conspiracy theory I just heard this week. Okay, you want me to tell you about the World Trade Center conspiracy? No. Which conspiracy (laughs) do you think it was? Do you think it was the planes were missiles, or they were holograms, or they just paid the people to... Or is it controlled detonation? Because Jeff Jeff Fuel cannot melt steel beams? No, so they they had... Didn't they have, like, demolition stuff, dynamite at the bottom of the buildings... Um, they wanted to go to war with the Middle East over oil mm-hmm. issues. World Trade Center number seven, which wasn't one of the two towers, also fell down and it wasn't hit by anything. And the BBC reported that it, it was hit and fell about 20 minutes before it was hit. Yeah. Like, How I remember explain that? that. It's a it's a good one. Like, um, yeah, but 
like everybody's saying that uh, jet fuel won't melt steel beams. What it does is it heats it up and cools it off and then it gets the metal brittle. And then when the floor above it hits it, it'll like hit it and then I'll just it'll stop for a split second and then I'll break and I'll keep doing that all the way down. And it'll be like, but you won't be able to see it because it'll be so fast. But I don't know, like. I definitely believe there's more going on in the 9-11 thing than I believe that the US us. like definitely allowed it to happen. Oh, like they Derek, knew that remember, this attack was coming. Yeah. Remember like 2003 or four when we lived no. in Edmonton and you were like you were oh, like, like inside job big guy. Time. It was oh awesome. yeah, 100%. <laughs> what and we would like we went to a bunch of like anti cuz I was just like they just want to fucking invade Iraq. This is all mm-hmm. about oil. Uh, and lo and behold, what you know, it all you happened. need oil. Yeah, yeah, it all they went there and got the oil. They did. Uh, Dale, what's your conspiracy theory? <laughs> OK, it's, it's part of a conspiracy. It's 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 one. I don't know. Is JFK or 9-11 a bigger conspiracy theory for people? Like Ooh. which one do more oh. people know about? I don't think a lot of people know about the 9-11 conspiracies as much as like the magic bullet. Oh, okay. So you learn that in history class. Oh, I don't that's know what true. they teach now. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a dumb little aspect of JFK. Somebody was like, I was listening to this podcast. It's the tinfoil hat podcast. And if you like conspiracy theories, listen to that because they go batshit way overboard and it's entertaining. But one guy said they're talking about JFK. And they're like, how do you explain the bullet hitting JFK? And the guy's like, that wasn't even JFK. And they're like, wait, what? And they're like, JFK, the actor who played JFK wasn't even in the car. It was a dummy that they shot. And I was like, I was just like, I'd never heard that before. That's hilarious. Like just a dummy? Yeah. Like it was like a stuffed dummy in the car. But he was like sitting up. And then how did Jackie get all the blood all over her dress? Well, it was like like, it had like jello in where the head would be like, yeah, just put an overripe watermelon up there and uh, a pair of sunglasses on it. Same effect. (laughs) Well, I think that was an inside effects. That was an inside job, too, because he fucked up the Bay of Pigs and all the Cuba thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The CIA took him out for sure. No, because he wouldn't just Harvey Oswald. Did you see that? I mean, I think could we just get into it? Someone, yeah. someone tweeted uh, on Memorial Day. Oh uh, yeah, this like left wing troll was tweeting. Who did he tweet it at? A bunch of right wing people, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Can you please honor my uh, my dead grandfather this Memorial Day? He was a veteran, et cetera, et cetera." And it was a picture of like Lee Harvey Os- Oswald from his military service days, and all these uh, right wingers went and and retweeted it. Uh, being like, you know, much, much love to your grandfather and so much respect. And we appreciate his sacrifices. Uh, and I laughed my dick off. Uh, it included Matt Gates, Matt Schlapp. <laughs> a wicked name. Dinesh Schlapp. Souza. Um, yeah. And uh, Candace Owens. And it was funny because Candace Owens was like, this is photoshopped. How could you do this? This is disrespectful. And everybody's like, uh, actually... It's a real the photo. Harvey Oswald was in our military, <laughs> so that's actually the real photo. <laughs> and yet people still turn to Candace Owens like she has a fucking understanding of anything and isn't just some shithead Internet troll. Which I got to say, though, I would have I, w- I would have fell for it because I don't really know 
what Lee Harvey Oswald looks like. The only reason I knew this picture was him is because he looked kind of like that actor from that Stephen King series who played Lee Harvey Oswald. Did you guys watch Stephen that King series about? No. Yeah, it's like nineteen sixty-three, and it had um. Stephen King, the horror, the horror. Yeah, novels? he wrote a book, and then someone made a series off it, and it had um. That fucking guy. Is you know, like a vampire or something? I don't understand the Stephen King. Is is it like a horror? No, he wrote a book uh-huh. about this guy who finds like a wormhole in his closet uh-huh. and he goes through and he comes out in 1963 and then he like meets Harvey Oswald and they like become friends and this guy falls in love with Lee Harvey Oswald's wife and then they pork a bunch, which is pretty good. You're, you're, you're selling me I on did, it, man. Did not Dude, like that word. It was super popular it. when it came out. Ah, it's like 11, it's a, 22, 63. Yeah, the book, but I don't. That's the series. And it had Bach, the guy who was friends with Seth Rogen. Franco. Yeah, James, James Franco, Franco was in, was in TV it. Show? Wasn't he, uh, canceled? he was canceled recently, right? Yeah. yeah. For like, for, uh, whoa, sex, for sexual whoa. Stuff, Dale right? did a little like, eh, I like, don't know. I'm saying I don't know why I'm, I'm not saying. What he did wasn't wrong. I'm just saying I don't know what he got canceled. I for, think he about. did like he was a professor and he was making he was teaching like an acting class maybe and making people do like sex scenes in class and like just sexually assault like, you know. Oh. Just, yeah. I don't know. And then he was talking to like 15 year old girls trying to meet yeah. up with them. That was the was one he, I like, heard grooming? That he was going for like, yeah, underage, he was definitely grooming. Girls. He was doing the, yeah. uh, the what's his name? Chris. Uh... Chris D'Elia. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. But I yeah. mean, Chris James Franco can groom me. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's it's weird because a guy like James Franco, you're like, why would he have to? Because he's like one of those guys that all girls are like, he's he could get it because hmm. he could get it from a lot of girls because he is very attractive. Yeah, but it's for a lot of guys. It's not like it isn't. It isn't just like they don't groom these women because they're hard up for sex. They groom these mm. like in a lot of situations, it's like a power thing or like maybe, uh, you know, there's been lots of like rich and famous dudes who went for underage girls. And I think it's just because like the forbidden fruit, like you, you're you're not allowed to do that. And that makes it more uh, more erotic or just like the rush of manipulating someone into having sex with you, which no yeah. drug like it in the world. It's like imposing your will on okay. someone else. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I think I think I'm a sure. lot of men, you know, do that. It sounds like a lot of work to me personally. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's I that mean, part of like the love of the chase. Yeah. Which Not is even like that. Ish, is like uh, that. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Like wanting to like work for something. Dale's like, no, <laughs> like I can do it or do it or don't. If there's and not a there's paycheck, like, I'm not working. And then there's the the toxic <laughs> side of that, which is like, yeah, going after people who you clearly uh, shouldn't should not be for yeah. a yeah. variety of reasons. Like the forbidden fruit, I could kind of see why that would be like something would be appealing about that but yeah like all those thrill of the chase guys i was like that's the worst part of a relationship being like <laughs> hey if i buy you these 12 dollar drinks will you talk to me <laughs> like 
Okay, you've had a drink. Am I still disgusting to you? Okay, I'll, I'll come back in a bit. Or it's like you're sitting there, you're talking to a girl, and you're like, "Who does she like me? And you're like, I'll never know. And then you're like, should I make a move? Or am I just going to be like some weird jerk guy? So you're like, hey, uh, how are you? And then you like text them, and they don't text you back. And you're like, okay, am I being ghosted? Or... Did she actually not text me back? And then you're just like, ah. Yeah, but Dale, you're you're walking through this from the perspective of someone who thinks about any of this or gives a fuck about any of this. Right. Whereas That's like, true. <laughs> I think the majority of people are just like, I'm gonna fucking try. And if she doesn't like mm. me, then that bitch is a lesbian and I hate her and I hope she dies. Yeah. On to the next one. There are a lot of lesbians in Kamloops. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> because Dale. I got rejected all the time. And I'm not that there's anything wrong with that. You're a catch. <laughs> you, yeah. And now, you know, you got you got your woman. Yep. And Everything. you didn't have to chase her, apparently. You didn't have to chase never her. Gonna she fucking, chased you. Yeah, I'm never going to fuck around because that's annoying. Like when people are in like totally solid relationships and they still flirt with their gr- with girls are like, oh, I still got to know if girls like me. And it's like, well, no. I think flirting's different. Mm. Sometimes Flirting's just fun. No? Yeah, I guess. Derek, I mean, you, if you it can doesn't say feel yes. like a chore. Katie, I know my wife is Katie watching this, so no. I don't, think, I don't think it's fun uh, at all. I think that's it's sick and wrong, and I would never, <laughs> ever do it with that. <laughs> Official well, statement. When she gets back to the America, <laughs> I'm going to make her go out, and we're going to flirt. Good, yeah. You should please do with and each then, other. And then, yeah, <laughs> you always do. It gets me so jealous. Yeah. But the best part is you'll be flirting with Philly guys. So Derek has nothing to worry about. Oh, I mean, I, I don't feel like I do. If I like showed up in Philly for one day and she was like, I want this Canadian guy versus. Yeah, like, I know. How much do Philly guys suck? How desperate was she? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just picture all Philly guys like the three off of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm like, that's the three different types of guys you get to pick from in that city. <laughs> Those are probably like a step up. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I will. Uh, or we'll you know, get... cricket. That's probably more that's like the Philly yeah. guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got? We've gotten through exactly one top. Oh, two topics. Oh, hey. Uh, while we're talking on the difference between Canadian men and men in Philly, I wanted to talk to Kate <laughs> because segues. Of- of all of our guests, there's only two from the States we have, and that's you and the other Kate. Is that right, Derek? Or do we talk to other people from the States? Uh, your buddy, the strip club owner. Um, oh, Emilio. Emilio. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Um, oh, that's an Ohio strip club. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, classy <laughs> joint. Don't say nothing bad about... What he, I can't even remember the name. I always, I only ever remember a hole in the wall because I, so I joke that he should oh. name it. That's not its actual name. It has some like strip club name, but, uh, oh yeah. Do you know what the CFL is? No, I mean, I can guess uh, the Canadian football league. Yeah, that's, Just, that's what it is. You got it. First try. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you go. I'm pretty smart in that way nfl (laughs) cfl do you want to hear how many teams are in the cfl and this keep in mind is because they added a new team about four years ago wait 
it's been around for a while. It's been oh, around yeah. for like hundreds of years. For, oh, like it, uh, maybe I thought it just came years. out. Okay. Yeah, it's been around for a hundred years. They didn't play it all last season because of COVID. There all are right. nine teams. Okay. And that's it. Well, it makes they, sense. And they have playoffs with, is it four teams or six teams? Four, uh, oh no, six teams make it into the playoffs. Yeah, so, so only wait, three so. teams don't make the playoffs. <laughs> and That's, uh, out of nine teams, that is they very used, Canadian. They used to have two, so there were nine teams, <laughs> and two teams were both called the Rough Riders. One was, uh, <laughs> this isn't a joke, one was from Saskatchewan, one was from Ottawa. So a quarter of the league was named the Rough Riders. The rough <laughs> yes. Oh my and god. Then Much love the, to DMX. Rest the Ottawa <laughs> team folded and then they came back and now they're called the Red Blacks. Okay, so Dale, why are we talking about the CFL okay. today? Sorry, Kate, what were you gonna say? Yeah. What does the red blacks mean? That's two we colors. don't know. It's, it's just two colors that they're, they're just like, their... let's pick the most non-offensive words. Yeah. Well, yeah. you pretty much yeah. Wow. They were going to go with the Redskins, and then they saw what was happening in the with that shit in Washington. They were like, "Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe we should not do that." So I, I was bringing up the CFL. It was funny because I was like, "Oh, this thing on the CFL happened." And I was like, "Wait, I don't think Kate will know what the CFL is." But we used to have this team named the Edmonton Eskimos, and then since Canada just oh. doesn't want to be left out of the racism talk, they decided that Eskimos wasn't the proper term because um the proper term for what people call eskimos is inuit so there was calls for edmonton to change the name of their team and this week they released their new logo and the new team name which is the elks the edmonton elks yeah instead of the edmonton elk which is the proper plural form of elk it's one of those words that plural and singular is the same thing but they put an s on it and I don't know. They they said they talked to a linguist to get to see what they should call it. But so I guess it's like it's okay to say Elks. It's like one of those things where you can use either or and it's still grammatically correct. And one of the reasons was the old shortened form of Eskimos was Esks. So maybe they just wanted that four letters again. I like it. There yeah. were a bunch of people popping I, off I mean, in the comments about how, um, whatever, how fucking shitty it was that they did. But it's actually like it's a dope logo. It's a uh, it's a dope. Yeah. They put like elk elk antlers on the helmet, so the helmet yeah. looks super fucking cool. Elk yeah. is just a cooler really cool. cooler name than like Eskimos is kind of like a Eskimos. That sounded like kitty, like childish. Yeah, Yeah. it does. And it like, Oh, way to reinforce some negative Canadian stereotypes. Like we're all Eskimos up here. We live in like, (laughs) this is a much cooler name. So I don't know like which people had a problem with this because it feels like a, well, like probably the elk community. Yeah. the elk. elk. (laughs) Where's our representation? Yeah. I did a poll on Twitter and most people are for it. Like, I think the percentage, the breakdown of it was 44% are yay, 33% are nay, and 22% are the CFL still exists. Because there was like, basically for six months, the only news was the CFL was going to fold because it went broke because of COVID. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's yeah, there's but- a lot of, sorry. 
You guys watch the NFL, right? I do. Dale doesn't really I don't like, football. like football. I watch every time I watch football, there's a horrific injury. Like I'll go to Derek's, I'll be like, oh, what are you watching? He's like, football. And I'll watch. And then some guy's leg will just get xylophoned up into his body. And I'm like, well, this is gross. That's the, no, that's the best part. That's why you watch <laughs> for the graphic injuries. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like I'm. I'm mildly into sports and pretty much hockey's all, all the sports brain. I can like, that's all the room in my brain. I can muster for sports. is just hockey. I also want to say that like foot, my, my uh, love of football, I'm just basically like getting it in while it lasts. Cause I do not think football as a sport is going to exist in like five to 10 years. Cause you already yeah. like, you look at all these incidents of like guys who've played football uh, killing themselves or killing their wives or killing their girlfriends or just like, cause you basically like, you know, you repeatedly get head trauma throughout your career and you basically get Swiss cheese for a brain and it makes you super violent and like fly up the deep end and do like CTE makes you do all this awful shit. And I think uh, as that keeps, we keep seeing, occurrences of it happening uh and i think at some point they're just gonna have to be like okay this football thing was fun but i don't think we can like subject people to that anymore so i disagree uh, rest in peace philadelphia eagles you think they'll continue they'll keep doing it i think it sells i mean they just had the aaron hernandez documentary which i watched and it was a banger right like (laughs) they would have stopped it by now i feel like (laughs) But they're like, oh, this is crazy, but it's got us well, a lot like of ratings. Billions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like all the true crime ladies are watching football now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying they'll use the uh, crimes perpetuated yeah. by people with CTE to just bring like a larger audience into football. Yeah. It'll be like, like football is that forbidden fruit because they'll be like, oh, it's so dangerous. We're not supposed to be playing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football. See tomorrow's mass murderers today. <laughs> exactly. All right. I like it. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it beneath the NFL to do anything like that. So <laughs> um, back. Oh, one thing that people were outraged about Edmonton renaming their name was Two years ago, before the pandemic, when they had because they had for a while, they had the filler name Edmonton Football Club, just like Washington did. And they had put out a statement that if you were wearing Edmonton Eskimos gear, you weren't allowed to wear into the fans like you weren't allowed to come in with an Eskimo shirt or whatever. I don't know how they feel about that now. Like I haven't seen this updated statement, but I do know that they're keeping the same letterhead logo because their old logo was ee and they're keeping that so a lot of the i guess merchandise that people would have had would have had the ee logo on it so they could still wear all that into the stadium so that might be the case the one of the spots of outrage but it's just like anytime any sports comes up with a new logo they're always like oh this isn't as good as the old logo like look what happened in washington like there were still people being like they should just keep the old name i like it well i think that they kind of went like too far this might not be the popular opinion and i might outrage let us hear it but like they're trying to change like the chiefs is that a football Mm -hmm. team the chiefs that is kansas city chiefs yeah 
And like, I don't, is that an offensive name? The chiefs? Like, don't we want to keep like native American culture? Well, or are we just going to like th- whitewash yeah. them out of here? I think what it is, is when they named these teams, this, it was because it would be like calling um, like the Vikings. You're not calling them the, the Vikings. Yeah. You're not calling them the Vikings to respect Vikings. You're calling them the Vikings because it's this, almost mythical group of people that are like so different and like mean and tough that compared to regular like people they're scared they're like offense like scary like it's pretty much trying to find a group of people that it's like intimidating yeah have you been to iceland those people are very they are yeah they are a hearty (laughs) um very large york is crazy the Chiefs, I get. She is. The Chiefs, uh, I get. Like, the Redskins, that was, like, an obvious, like, yes. that was a racist. Uh, the yes. Cleveland Indians baseball team had, yes. like, a racist caricature of an Indian for their mascot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, say, saying Chiefs, I think, is, especially in, like, Kansas City, where they have a rich, uh, you know, Native American history, I, I don't know if that in itself is so offensive. Like we've, we've also seen calls here in uh, Vancouver where the logo is like basically indigenous, indigenous art, the orca, right? Yeah. Dale. Yeah. It, it's to um, change, calls to change that. It's influenced by Haida art, like the style of the orca with the teeth and the eyes and stuff. There's, there's been minimal calls to change that, but the, uh, immediately, um, First Nation, like indigenous groups in the area, were like, "No, we like it. Keep it. Oh, like, we don't, yeah. we don't see this as offensive. This, this is actually like if they see it, like it's seen more as a homage to the art instead right. of it's like, like inclusive. Yeah, like why can't we have names that are not offensive or derogatory, mm-hmm. but like bring, I don't know, awareness to the cultures. Yeah, it's not like." It's like the what Celtics. What team do you like, guys have in the v- Vancouver area? The Vancouver Canucks. Oh. It's and like the I, team name's fine. The it's NFL just team? their logo. Any team. Any team. We have one hockey team. That's <laughs> it. We have no other sports. Issues. Oh, we have a CFL team called the oh, Lions. Oh, we have a CFL team. And we have a, a MLS soccer team, which no one gives up. Nobody cares. I mean, people here care about it, but like people in cities with real sports don't care about people it. don't care about the mls they just pretend to care about the mls because people in europe watch soccer so they're like hey if i watch soccer i'll be pretty good too and people will take me more seriously if i wear a scarf to the football game <laughs> i don't know i don't get why people watch soccer <laughs> i mean my little brother loves soccer but he doesn't watch this podcast so fuck soccer oh you have a brother i didn't know that i have two brothers i'll write that down in my Dale reasons to hate Dale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things I um, would have learned about Dale if he just if he followed me. Follow. <laughs> yeah. If I would have paid it. To, yeah, I don't take pictures of my brothers on my Instagram anyway, so. Oh. You they should. live in different cities. Huh. It's a it's trend with sad. you Canucks. <laughs> Is what living in different cities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because our cities are so small and so spread apart like mm-hmm. Vancouver's the second biggest city in Canada. And I think it's got about third. 2 million. Third is that right? Third biggest. The third biggest Sorry? City. Third biggest city in Canada. What's the, the second third, biggest? Third biggest. Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that, that French one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, 
<laughs> yeah. Also, there's more people in California than all of Canada. So okay. we're all pretty spread out. Like, I think the way you look at it is Canada compared to the States. The States has 10 times as amount as people and half the land mass. So you guys have to live apart is what yeah. you're saying. Basically, yeah. Like, like everyone... there's no room for all of you in the same town. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like if you want a we... job, yeah, go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, um, how far away is Boston from Philly? Like five hours. Okay, yeah, Driving? that's yeah. Okay. So you double that, and that's like Vancouver to Calgary. And those are the two big, so it's like 10 hours from Vancouver to Calgary. And those are the two closest major cities in Vancouver to Vancouver. But I guess Surrey is a million people, but that's kind of like in the suburbs of Vancouver. It's all very confusing. Yeah. Okay. You'll just have to come visit. We can explain it all to you. I've been there. Yeah. And then we'll stuff you in a car and we'll just drive through nothing for 10 (laughs) hours. And you can see a city that's a little bit shittier. This is the real Canada. This is how yeah. we get to the grocery store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On yeah, our we'll, dog sled. We'll be like, Vancouver is like the New York of Canada. So we're going to drive to the Pittsburgh of Canada, which uh, is Calgary. We are nothing. Calgary <laughs> is the Denver of Canada. And Vancouver is, is basically just Seattle, but more polite. We're, <laughs> like, we're and the a same little bit city. wetter. We're the same city. <laughs> and yeah, Calgary is very Denver. Toronto is the New York of Canada. Okay, well then, probably the Philly of Canada. Then like rough around the edges and very French. Then Vancouver uh, would have to be the LA of Canada. Yeah, True. okay, that works. Except That's for true. wet. <laughs> we have actual weather here, not like LA. People yeah. dog shit. Wet in LA, yeah. Mm-hmm. It never rains there. Speaking of... Never raining? I don't know. I was yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. I have a, like ten minutes, and then I got to go before my kid gets okay. off. Here so- I got one. I got one. I got oh, one. Shit. Okay. Speaking of not rain, you know what? You can't play in the rain. Tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. you you want to try? You want to try better? I'll allow it. Eric? No, that was that was good. I was gonna make a like a depression tie-in, but you know. Oh I like, God! I like speaking of uh, oh, speaking affective of- disorder. <laughs> yeah, there you go. How about athletic affected disorder? Uh, professional tennis player Naomi Osaka uh, made headlines when uh, what she was at the French Open. She basically refused to do press um, after some matches. The Japanese Open or something. Yeah, she had her. Well, she had her first match in of the French Open, and she's like, "I'm not doing oh, press." Oh, the French afterwards. Open. Is yeah, there the, the Japanese Open? Yeah. Open? No, there might be. <laughs> it was not that. There is. <laughs> I mean, it might Cut exist. That. Cut but that. that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're live. live. There's no so I, I had to break it to you. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she refused to do press after her. Uh, she played First a match. match. She didn't do press. Uh, she put out a statement basically being like, fuck you. Like uh, doing that is shitty for my mental health. I would rather like take the fine uh, than show up and, and do press and do something that is harmful to me. Uh, and then she got a fine predictably. And a lot of people had really strong opinions about whether this female athlete did press or not. 
Uh, and she ended up basically withdrawing from the tournament saying, I think it's better for myself and uh, tennis as a sport and the French Open uh, if I don't serve as a distraction to the other athletes right now. So I'm just going to withdraw. Uh, and that was basically it. And a lot of people have like surprisingly strong opinions about interviews about tennis. Yeah. Uh, so I would love to hear. I have super strong opinions about how everyone should just like fuck off and not make demands on this person about uh, about what they have to do as as part of their job. Because I saw a lot mm. of like dipshit internet commenters being like, "Well, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be a famous athlete then." And it's like, "Fuck you, you idiot! You shouldn't be good at a sport because you." Uh, don't want to do like these pointless little post-game media interviews that really do fucking nothing for anyone. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if I've ever watched a tennis interview in my life uh, unless something dramatic was happening in it. So uh, I don't know. What do you all think? Um, I just wanted to fill in a little bit more. Like one of the reasons this is such Thank a big you, deal is Osaka is the second ranked ten female tennis player in the world. And she won four grants or not grand slams what was it she's won four majors and she beat serena williams in 2018 and she was saying that since she won that uh tournament in 2018 she's had a lot of like mental illness issues that she's been battling with and one of the things that it's like one of the things that's unspoken or that she kind of didn't outright say is basically after uh, these athletes have this like match and they're all tired and they're sitting there and then they just get like dumb asshole questions from reporters being like, Oh, Hey, what are you going to do if this place person does that? Like one thing the reporters keep doing is they try to invent like maybe like some drama that's not really there. And then she was saying that it kind of gets in your head and like eats away at your self-confidence and stuff. And <clears throat> she got fined $15,000 and all four Grand Slam tournaments warned her that if she doesn't do press conferences, they'll all find her and possibly kick her out. So I'm behind her. Like, I think what's happening here is the French Open is losing sight of what really matters. And that's the athletes, because without the athletes, you got fucking nothing. And you have the second best tennis player in the world saying, I don't want to deal with your bullshit. I'm walking away like now it's now whoever wins the French Open, they're going to be like, yeah, but they didn't play Osaka. So is this really who would have won? Yeah, put, like, put is a this asterisk on it. Yeah. Is this the best tennis player at all? Yeah. And the fact that she is only like 23 years old. So when she beat Serena Williams, she was what, 21, maybe 20. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you're coming right out of high school where nobody gives a shit about the tennis team to begin with. So you're not in the spotlight. Sorry, tennis players. <laughs> um, maybe I'm just saying that because I got cut from the tennis team as well. But um, like you're going from low key on the tennis team. You're not like a star athlete that people are going to watch in high school. And you go right to being like one of the top rank tennis players in the world. Like doing press conferences shouldn't have to be part of the job. I know it's in the contract that you sign. But like you guys said, it's they're not going to be playing the best tennis players. Like, do you mm -hmm. really want this talented person who's so young to just quit the whole sport because she doesn't want to talk? 
Yeah. And the other thing is that, like, she is a very media savvy person. Like, she's earned a fucking, yeah. like, you see, like, the, the, the way she is on social media, you've seen the, the statements she makes. She made something like $60 million last year through endorsements. That's not yeah. through playing tennis. That's on top of her tennis earnings. Right. Um, and to do those things, like, you can't say, it's not like she's some, like, reclusive shut-in who's just, like, refusing to, to speak publicly, um, which if that was the case, then like, maybe we look at that and we say, okay, is this person like cut out to be a, a pro athlete? But she's saying, Hey, I'm going to have some boundaries about how I spend my time. in like this really fucking intense, high pressure situation, a grand slam tournament, like let's, let's just chill. I would like to take a little space and not have to deal with this bullshit from the press. Uh, and everyone lost their goddamn minds on her for it, where I think she's raising a really valid point around like our athletes, you know, a lot of these professional sports organizations make these platitudes about like how much they care about mental health. Uh, but then you have situations like these crop up where they're just like, Hey, I'd like to, you know, not do this thing. Uh, and the, the organizations are essentially like, fuck you, you know, you, you will do what you are told as an employee of ours, uh, or you will pay the price. And I think it, it shows the, opposite of a commitment to mental health if you're not allowing people to have self-determination in, in how they spend their time and energy mm -hmm. yeah she's actually i think i saw somewhere that she's the highest paid female athlete in the world with those endorsements and like now can like is like we, we might see some weird like never trod on territory where like if you're an endorsement of this athlete and then the French open is like, we're going to find you. And then your athlete quits like that affects your brand. So are we going to maybe see one of her sponsors suing the French open or one of these grand slam tournaments? Like, or I dropping also, her. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll drop her. They'll might do it quietly in a while, but no brand is going to be like, Oh, <laughs> that person who cited mental illness, we're just cutting them right out. But another thing too, like, because this athlete tweets all the time. So people are still hearing from her and everything. I think it might be just that the class, like the legacy media is kind of understanding how they're losing touch. And they, so like, it's like a last grasp of them to do these press conferences, because like we've been saying, there's no point of these press conferences. Like I don't, know who watches them like basically the only time you watch them is when somebody fucks up and says something offensive and people are like oh shit yeah people just go to instagram twitter that's like mm -hmm. the athletes even are posting everywhere there so they get their own public publicity for free mm -hmm. so now yeah these news outlets are losing their credibility and their opportunity to get like one of a kind sound bites like they used to mm -hmm. so i like the nfl finds less for people that smoke weed or do hit their wives <laughs> yeah derek who was that nfl player who was like i'm not answering questions i'm only here so i don't get fined at like marshawn lynch conference. yeah seahawks great marshawn lynch <laughs> uh same thing, like a guy who was like, uh, I think it was a similar situation, but he was basically just like a giant fuck you to the NFL. He showed up, he just like trotted out the same answer because uh, he had made the a similar case. It was at the Super Bowl 
uh, and he needed to be like dialed in, ready to fucking play, uh, and not have to be dealing with all this uh, this press bullshit. So I did think, he get fined? Uh, oh yeah, he still got fined for showing up and saying, "I'm just." Oh, I was gonna get say. <laughs> yeah, but I th- I think the fine for that was like hefty enough that he's like actually went and showed up and was like, "I'm not answering questions or whatever." Like Marshawn Lynch, fine. Like I feel like it was one hundred and fifty thousand, but that could be way off. Yeah, it was fined uh, seventy five thousand dollars, which Holy is like shit. if you're making uh, you know twenty million dollars a season, that's not. Yeah, but lot. imagine at your job if you do your job and you're the best at your job, and then like you have to de- debrief it every day, and one day you're like, I really don't feel like it. I just want to go home. And they're like, you know what, Derek? We're taking money out of your paycheck. Mm. Like, especially when you like just did your sporting yeah. event and you're fucking like like a wrung out towel. You're just like gave everything you had on the court to be cliche. And then you got to like sit there and not like start your like recovery and stuff. It was just like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's kind of like there's like a funny skit that like after sex if it's great and then you talk with your partner like oh i liked when you did this or like like you're a recapper you don't want to have to sit there and recap it you just did it everybody saw it like you you know what happened just talk talk through it all again but the equivalent of this would be like if after you had sex someone came in and were like (laughs) So you did all right this time, but what if your tricks on the next person don't work? What if they don't give you like physical feedback when you're flicking the bean? What are you going to do then? And then you're like, oh, I'm all inside my head on this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. We've, all, exactly. we've all been there. Flicking the bean. Flicking the yeah. bean. And then the next person you're like, do they want the same flick? Yeah, and they're like, ah, the flick's too hard. So they got, yeah, the bean. And then you're like, I'm out of my wheelhouse. I don't know what to do. Please don't find me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fine. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I wonder uh, if they do that in porn. With the bean, the bean flick. Oh, answering questions. Oh, about- yeah. I wonder if they flick the bean in porn. I've never, as oh, someone Derek. who's never seen a, a porno before. Derek's so wholesome. He doesn't know what porn is. Never seen it. You've never don't seen know. it? They don't no. have it in Canada? No, no. we can't. Can't get, well, I mean, we have it up here, but it's much more. Uh, Everyone's wearing polite. a parka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, funnily enough, our media is a lot more sexually free than it is down in the States. Oh, I know. I've seen Degrassi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the benchmark for uh, yeah. our hey. sexual liberation. It gave it gave us one of our two biggest stars, and that's Drake. Yeah. Wait, who's the other one? Who is Justin the other Bieber? One? Oh, I thought you meant two came from the show. Oh, Degrassi. No. Yeah, that's I meant, how I interpreted it. As of well. the two biggest stars in Canada, yeah. one of them came from Degrassi. Yes, and the other came from Usher discovering him. Yeah, I thought Ellen discovered him. Or was it he was on the Ellen show? He was on the Ellen show all the yeah. fucking time. He was but like he was on of... Ellen when he was like 15 and that kind of helped his. Yes, but I think go. Usher discovered him. Yeah, that is but true. he I think he's eclipsed Usher at this point. A what? Who? I think Bieber has eclipsed Usher at this point. Or oh, are you talking about Drake? Oh, eclipsed Usher. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a term. Wait, did Drake? Yeah, because. 
Yeah, Beamer's Usher called, has herpes. They both have. <laughs> Sorry, Usher, what? Has herpes. What? Is you that true? Hear- yes. Uh, they only told that to you, Kate, because they legally had to. That's not <laughs> public news right now. <laughs> oh. All right, the the lawsuit. He had a lawsuit. (laughs) The herpes lawsuit. Herpes lawsuit. Oh, and it says he wraps it up, but I guess he didn't because that's why he has Uh, wraps it up. (laughs) (laughs) That about wraps it up. It's like, hey, Usher, I know you think you're wrapping it up, but just singing while we're doing it doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean. Uh so many people have herpes. Let's not judge. Yeah, fifteen percent of America. 15, yeah, maybe 15% America of United States has herpes. What about Canada? Well, don't we know. don't want to take I'll, our parkas off that much, so it's way lower up here. How many people in Canada have herpes? Maybe it's one point five. Nineteen percent. About, 19%. 1%. about oh, one in seven people Wait, in Canada. Shut the fuck up carry the herpes virus Oof, that's a lot more than i thought it would be wow it says oh, that 19 percent of people aged 35 to 59 years old wow and that's old that's so one you do five. what you gotta do you gotta hook up with people older than 59 yeah or younger than or younger than loophole. 35 nah yeah. that's why just... do you gravitate to the 60 year old <laughs> well because <laughs> if you hook up with someone younger than 35 then eventually they're gonna they're turn gonna 35 and, and they're going to get hurt on your 35th birthday in Canada. Like, they inject hey, you with herpes. No one's getting canceled for hooking up with senior citizens at all. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> yet. Until yeah, they yeah, call that true. elder abuse. Until someone does it the wrong way. Uh, yeah. Little Kate, what personally, what, what are you uh, outraged about? Did you come prepared with anything? We, we like to ask our guests what they're mad about this week. Uh, or I what's guess, just what's going on? Yeah. Besides me not following you a yeah. year ago on Instagram. I literally could just think of Dale outraging <laughs> me. Um, no, I think that Dale will like this one as well. Um, in America, I don't know if you guys have them in Canada, but UFOs. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. What is this? Yeah. It's an unidentified flying object. Okay. Actually, we call them UAPs now. <laughs> <laughs> What is, is that, that true? Again? Yes, unidentified not aerial anymore. phenomenon. Oh, come the fuck on. Because they don't want to limit it to being an object. They might like it. Might be like lights and shit too. And it might not be flying. It's, what if it's isn't it not um, extraterrestrials anymore? They're like ultra terrestrials. Mm. No, ultra terrestrials are <laughs> people from here. Like I think what it is is ultra terrestrials were refers to time travelers and people from hollow earth theory. Uh, okay, then. Um, I don't know what, what any <laughs> of the Let's are. just go fucking deep. But like the U.S. government's like, we're just going to like open up all our classified information about UFOs. But I'm pretty sure they're like distracting us from something. Oh, yeah. Do you want to know the real reason they're telling us about all this stuff about UFOs? Have you ever heard of Project Bluebeam? Blue Beam? Yeah. No. So supposedly Project Blue Beam is going to be like the next great false flag event where they say aliens came, which they never did. But it's just going to be like government officials posing as aliens so that we can resurge the military to fight these aliens that don't exist. 
So they just want us to like build up our military even more and have an excuse yeah. to put the money back into the military. Yeah. Space yeah, Force. It's yeah. funny how they're doing that now, like when they're pulling all the troops out of the Middle East, because now, quote unquote, that war is done. Well, actually, the whole reason that they're pulling troops out in Space Force and stuff is the next wars are going to be in space as they fight over the natural resources in um, asteroids and stuff. Like, did you know China's on the backside of the moon just doing fuck whatever that we're not we no. don't know about? But we yeah. can't even see it because it's like the backside of the moon. That's yeah, the they're, they're like building How a base you know? back there. And we don't know. We would never know. We look up and we we don't see it. Yeah. And you think like if it was is... on the front side of the moon, we'd be yeah. like, China, what are you up to? up there? <laughs> what are you doing up there, China? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why did Trump, Bezos and Elon Musk all get super horny to go to space at the same time? It's because they want to go. Whoever goes to an asteroid and claims that it's like in one asteroid might have more like say nickel than all of planet earth. So it's like all the metals are going to start coming from space, which is good for us because they'll stop wrecking the planet to get all these metals. Well, they'll just wreck the planet to make these artificial bitcoins that don't mm -hmm. exist, but they must mine them somewhere. I don't Yeah. We can get into that. I don't even understand that. Uh, nobody does. That's the point. It's nobody like, does. I'm just they're like, like, hey, this thing that computers made that we this more it's more uh, stable than a dollar coin. Is it? Is it like I like how they're like Bitcoin's more stable than the U.S. dollar. And then one guy's like, mm, we're not going to do this. And it's just immediately cut in half. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't sound very stable to me. And it's literally anything Elon Musk says. Yeah. It's pissing me yeah. off. Yeah. But it's like everybody's mad that Elon Musk said that. But he also is one of the only reasons it was so high in the first place, because he's like, I like bit I like Bitcoin. And the people are like, oh, fuck here. Well, Have he some... was the godfather of the Dogecoin. That's true. And then he fucked it up on SNL. Yeah. It's, yeah. Probably not before he pulled all his like, I feel right. like Elon Musk just like he knows now he's like, I'm going to invest in something. I'm going to tweet about something. I'm going to drive yeah. the value up and then pull my shit out. Or then, he shorted Dogecoin. Like he's just he's hit. I don't I don't know if you can if it's at a point where you can short. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't well, know. Dogecoin isn't stocks. really crypto. It was just made up. So it's, it's all just made. All, <laughs> I've, all bad news for you, Kate, about, about crypto. I'm not thinking about crypto or stocks or fucking like anything. All anyone cares about is if I put money into this, will yeah. I get into this machine? Will I get more money out of it or less money? Uh, and mm -hmm. and that's literally it. And nobody cares that it's just like it's the entire fucking thing's a scam. You're just like, how how does any of this work? And yeah. using so much energy to mine it in computers, which doesn't yeah. make any like one guy hid bitcoins in computers. I don't know. Well, what happens is you have to run computers and the that sucks energy, but it's not like using bitcoins causes <laughs> coal burning. It's a lot of places in the States burn coal to get electricity. So running Why these can't giant we just computers use, like MS paint, just use MS paint and make a Bitcoin and draw a Bitcoin. 
what you're referring say, to right look, now. I found a Bitcoin. What you're referring to right now is actually called an NFT. And if you uh-huh. use MS Paint to draw a picture of a Bitcoin, uh-huh. you can also sell that for millions of dollars. Yeah, someone just sold a selfie for like $165,000. It's fucking insane. I don't Dude, everybody's like, shit. go back to talking about 9-11. It's less confusing <laughs> than fucking Seriously. <laughs> if anyone wants a picture of my ass, it's going to cost you one Bitcoin. <laughs> send it to my email send I don't it to know her only you... fans yeah <laughs> hey on that note we're uh little kate it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today uh if people would like to learn more about you or the shit that you do uh or the ass that you show where where can they do that uh i don't know if my other co-host would appreciate this but i'm on instagram at the sober kate's <laughs> Sorry, Katie. I'm, I, just, I think she appreciates it. Out of yeah. us. I mean, you can like. More traffic. I'm not even going to get my personal one. It's just my dog. Yeah, don't. That's, you know, it's enough. Your dog also has his. Do you still update that? The dog's I don't. Insta? But you guys can follow at little Louie boy. Boy is spelled B-O-I. <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> I'm sure Dale's following him already. <laughs> yeah, Dale followed him right away. Uh, just, it's a uh, dog. So, of course. <laughs> Well, my uh, picture doesn't look like a dog to you. All right. Big thanks to little Kate for joining us today. Uh, thank you to all our listeners. Wait, of course. can, can you see like if people are listening? What? Yeah. Well, I can see who's four watching. eyeballs. There's, oh. there's four Hi, eyeballs guys. on Facebook. Um, the weird <laughs> thing about streaming on Facebook is it's like, it only shows up as an eyeball. Like there's an eyeball icon with a number. It only shows up at that. If somebody has it as, the main active window on their computer but if they like have it off to the side you can't tell Mm. there has been people commenting and someone said hi to you kelly martin said hi oh she's louis babysitter oh there you go but i I was like oh yeah you can't say hi back because you don't have facebook i don't so So, and we can get on that topic on another day because facebook Mm -hmm. is also just as stupid as twitter when you come back yes. to the podcast, we will, because we now will best absolutely friends. get you back because now you and Dale are best friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> On Instagram. But are we compared are we to that? <laughs> yeah. Are we mortal enemies? <laughs> That'd be fun. We could be like conspiracy. We'll talk about conspiracies, but we'll still be enemies just to yes. know what the other one knows about us. But then we'll like, all right, we have to keep it civil for our best friends, but mm-hmm. secretly. You don't. I want yeah. the drama. Like, if you two could just like fucking oh. like fight all the time. Yeah, but what if we both secretly want you divorced so that you both can like just be with us again? Be w- yeah. yeah. Give us I mean, all that marital attention that we don't yeah. get. It's anymore. not. It's not so secret that that's what <laughs> both of you want. That's pretty obvious. And we'll have to join forces to do it <laughs> yeah. together. You're, you're it'll, be, parent, oh, it'll be parent we'll, reverse parent trap. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a movie where we go like <laughs> to some resort in the tropics, and then we'll be scheming to break you up, and then at the end we'll be friends because it just brought us together. And then we'll uh, discover that we're long lost siblings. mm, Yeah. Let's all let's all plan a trip to to a resort together. (laughs) I go to a resort just to do it. (laughs) Feeling good. Uh, All right. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for episode one seventy four of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. I've been your co-host Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. 
I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. On Instagram at DaleBot, since that's been brought up so much. You see that? He's plugging. He's looking for random followers now after it took this long. You have to accept everybody now. Yeah, uh, we know I'm problematic at following people, so don't get your hopes up. Uh, Hashtag can, cancel Dale. Cancel. <laughs> let's make it. Trend. Just try it. You can follow <laughs> us wherever uh, your social media is at Outrage Fact Pod. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends about us. If you really like the podcast, head on over to Patreon and give us some money. Oh. Uh, we don't pay too much attention to that anymore. But if you would like to give us money, and I'm sure there's some of you out there. This is my wife. Unless it's Bitcoins, because those are trash. Yeah. I will send you one ass pick for one Bitcoin. I'm going to sell it as a as an NFT. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um, Also, if anybody wants to give us feedback, you could reach us on Gmail, outragefactpod at gmail.com. I'm sick of just getting spam. (laughs) Until next week. Stay angry. Bye, fuckers.